1: favorite mixed martial arts podcast recording out of los angeles california it's
2: mma roasted with adam hunter who the fuck is that guy <laughs> hey welcome to a brand of mma roasted podcast it's me uh i'm here with the killer bee, taylor uh you are a monster you're you're I, i've watched all your fights uh I, I can't believe taylor starling you are it's just action 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 um coming off you're now three and oh bkb
1: yeah yeah uh yeah i fight for bare knuckle fighting championship with three and 0 ended the year undefeated it's been literally a whirlwind of a year like if you told me this time last year that this is where i'd be i would be like no way
2: <laughs> where did you think so- that, where did you think you were going like, what, you know
1: I actually like around this time last year had a pro boxing match and I lost and just life was like really fucking hard at that point so if you would have told me that this was going to happen like I could see it happening but I also would have been like what how like how is that happening like how did how is that going to change overnight so yeah it was a whirlwind of a 20 2020 and then 2021 was just my year so I'm thankful I'm just glad that I got the opportunity to fight for them and show them what I had. And, you know, when I went to bare knuckle, they didn't think I was anything. They were like, all right, we'll give you a shot. And then here I am and
2: I mean, couldn't ask first, for a better year. Your first fight was bananas. Uh, it was just, I, I it was like, it was called like the most like bloodiest bare knuckle fight. I mean, they use that as the poster child for like, look at what bare knuckle can be. You fought a, a tough girl who hung in there. Uh had huge boobs by the way. I don't know. Yeah, huge boobs, really huge boobs. Uh were you aiming for her boobs at all? Were you trying to <laughs> is that was that one of your tricks?
1: No, but or that or maybe like I have no boobs, so maybe maybe they just look way bigger in comparison. To, she has like really big boobs and uh I just didn't even think about it. I was trying to knock her face off. Like I just wanted her head, like I remember looking at her face and thinking, like, this is my bare knuckle fight, first bare knuckle fight. I gotta hit this chick in all of the like worst parts of your face that you could get hit in.
2: <laughs> well, you did, I mean, you blooded her up. Uh, it, you were a little also banged up too, uh, but, you, but, it, but it seemed like you had a lot of boxing experience. Like it, it, you have definitely have power and, and you, you measure distance really well. Um, how long have you been boxing?
1: Um, I actually started training when I was around 13. And I was more of a wrestler and a jujitsu person. And it's funny, because now, if you ask me to do jujitsu, I am like, absolutely not, no way not going to happen. I do enjoy wrestling. But I've always been so aggressive. So punching was just like, I really I was always like, man, I really want to punch people like I think that'd be great. And Um, I have fought like the same spirit I had when I was just like a teenager is the same one I have now, uh, just so aggressive. So I remember asking my coach like, Hey, like, I really want to do striking. How do I get into it? And once I did, I kind of veered away from the jujitsu and the wrestling and I wanted to compete in boxing. And it's been a long career, like a long journey of just doing it all, but trying to find where I really fit. And boxing was always the one thing that had my heart. I love punching people. (laughs)
2: What's your amateur record?
1: My amateur record—it was like I fought so many times. I did so many smokers. It was like nine and two, nine like and two. boxing, and that was like smokers. And then I like went pro, and then I had six more fights out here and went undefeated. So I was like four and o, oh, five and o oh, out here in the Carolinas. So it was just like going. But I also was fighting amateur MMA, amateur kickboxing. Like I was just all over the place. So all over
2: the place. So your boxing record now is what? 4 and 1 pro boxer?
1: Pro boxer as a pro boxer, I'm 1 and 1. You're one Unless you count bare knuckle. Like if you count the bare knuckle 4 and 1.
2: Right, but you've had like 13 pro amateur boxing fights? Yeah. Like oh. it's crazy. you could tell it's not your first fight. Like you could tell that you actually have like really good form. I mean, you go crazy. So it looks like you're just going nuts, but your but your accuracy is really good.
1: And it's funny because I have so many people, like, talk shit online, like, the trolls that, like, you know, that might not be real fighters that go in there and they're like, God, this girl looks like an idiot. She doesn't know what she's doing. But I want to be fast and I want to be accurate. I don't want to just be a slow, accurate puncher. I Like, I've, oh, I live off of speed kills, speed kills. And I want to be fast as fuck and I want to be accurate as fuck. And, like, that's what I go into that mindset with. So if you really, really know fighting like you do, like, it's accurate.
2: And facts what well, hundred percent. I mean, you could tell, uh, you could actually tell your fight against Cassie Robb, that was what, like, they said that was the biggest, craziest beatdown of all time. And Cassie Robb's had a lot of fights. She's yeah. not like some girl that they just like, it wasn't that, like that soccer mom fight that they just threw in in San Diego with what's her name? Uh, I forgot the girl's name from Bellator, the champ. Uh, Cassie Robb's been in there, but you made it look like she, like you completely overwhelmed her. Yeah, uh, That was insane.
1: Yeah, and it is crazy. It's just so many people have said that, like, oh, you're fighting cans. I'm like, dude, Teresa Segala has a very good MMA record. I was n- not even in bare knuckle, and I was a fucking, like, lo- like, I was losing. And then I went with her and made her look a lot less than me, but that was a war. Then I fight Cassie Robb. She had plenty of experience, just like you said. And then Hannah Guy. So many people saw the Hannah Guy fight. I guess because me with bare knuckle, they were like, "Man, Hannah Guy's a bum. She's about to get destroyed." And I'm like, "Hannah Guy is no slouch. Like she beat she's Valerie, fucking superstar right now."
2: They were calling Valerie Laredo a fucking champion. They were everyone was touting her, and Hannah Guy beat her.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I I knew going into that fight, I was like, "Dude, this is gonna be a tough fight because I've watched Hannah Guy." When they sent me her name, I kind of was like. like this is gonna be some i got some work on my hands with this one so i had to really evaluate everything and come up with a game plan for hannah because i knew i knew what she was going to do and i knew she was going to be strong and i knew she was going to hit
2: hard i knew she was going to be tough so she could could take a punch here i'm going to play your uh hopefully this doesn't get taken down because i don't have the rights to this but i'm going to play your fight against cassie rob like whole like Like, this is like when you hit the speed bag, and you're just like, they are like, burnout session. Like, you basically get a burnout. She comes at you. Yeah. And it's so funny, because
1: my coach always is making us do burnout rounds, and I remember that camp, we were doing so many burnout rounds, and I was just like, I fucking hate this. I hate doing burnout rounds. Then when I fought and did that, he was like, yeah, you know those burnout rounds you
2: had? Oh, my God. Now, do you ever get worried that you're not going to be able to keep this kind of pace? No.
1: I mean, I'm, there's a couple times, like, with Hannah, like, where she kind of landed a shot on me. I was like, whoa, Like, that was a little hard. But I knew just, like, I, I had an answer to every problem that she had. So, I don't, like, I can fight backwards and I can fight forwards. I always get dubbed a pressure fighter. And I think that's just because of, like, the way I've made these fights look but I can fight going backwards. I can fight going forwards to the left, to the right. Like either way, like I'm swinging, let's go.
2: How do you get, how do you keep that type of, uh, cause people get burned out quickly and how, how do you get that kind of cardio?
1: Man, we condition for it. Like everything we do, like I'm telling you, we do so many burnout drills, like all the time, everything that we do is intense, but with, explosion and things like that like I don't go and run 20 miles like I think that's crazy I do really short explosive workouts that like when you so that when you're in there you get those like you I can hang in there and then I can explode when I need to I can be fast when I need to but it's is I condition for I'm always ready I'm like man I want to throw as fast I want to throw fast as fuck I want to throw as many as I can so I train for that
2: now, now the, first fight, you, the first fight, you dropped that girl, like, five times, and she kept Dude, up.
1: Like a zombie. Uh, it was pissing me off. I remember, like, since it was my first bare knuckle experience, it, it was, like, really rough, and my eye was open and stuff. I remember going to the corner and saying, like, I really don't feel like being in here any longer. And my coach is like, well, then knock her the fuck out. And I was like, I'm trying. She keeps fucking getting back up. What do you want me to do? <laughs> she oh, was tough. Like, she was so tough.
2: Oh my God. Now you come out, you walk out, uh, and you start twerking right away. (laughs) Uh, Now now you see, now I've read in interviews you say that you're shy. Is this like a character that you do, like, where you have to like become someone else?
1: Uh, You know, it's funny because it's more so for me. And like, I, I really enjoy, because I've been a fan at events, watching other people fight. And when someone has just like a really good walkout, like with a good song, and good energy and like you as a fan feel that and I've been there personally so I've always wanted to make it my goal now that when I walk out I want everyone to be like oh shit like this is dope like I so said I want them to do that and uh the way that I am like right now is the way I am in person I'm like this 24 7 I mean I can be a bitch obviously like who can't but um I'm always high energy and crazy but the funny thing is, is right before a fight. Of course, I'm nervous. So, like, usually if you see me in the back, I'm in the back, quiet. Like, right before I walk out, I'm quiet. I look like I'm gonna murder somebody. And the second that, like, I get to walk out and have that moment, it just it calms my nerves down. And then I realize, like, I'm giving the fans what they want. And
2: what do you, what like, do you learn? Where do you learn the twerking? Like, do, oh is my god, <laughs> is that Do you watch? Do you watch TikTok videos and then practice oh. yourself, or you go to the club, like? Uh, you're 23, 24, I'm, I'm 40. I'm an old man, I, I, my, my working days are over, but where, where, do, where do you learn those things?
1: Um, I just feel it, I don't, like, I watch TikToks and stuff, I'm the most uncoordinated, unrhythmical, I'm terrible at dancing, and it cracks me up because people always say, like, gosh, she sucks so bad, or she's so cringy, and I'm like, it's not about that, it's just, like, what I'm feeling, um... So it's not the best moves, but I just go with like what
2: I'm feeling. See, honestly, like let me let me see if I can get some of these twerking videos. Uh, it, it seems like you know what you're doing. I, I I've never, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not a twerking expert, but I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people twerk a lot worse than you. Hold on, let me see. If <laughs> so here you go. You're, uh, yeah. I mean, um. So let's see, Taylor's yeah, to I- walk out. So yeah.
1: I just kind of go with the flow, and I do a lot of, like, arm motions. I don't know what what's up with that. I don't know. I don't know. I remember I, like, I don't I, the Buss It Challenge where, like, women were dropping it low to that song, and uh, I remember hearing that. And I think in that phase, like, when I fought Teresa's, when that was, like, really popular, and it was just always in my head. And I was like, I'm going to go out here and just drop it low. Like, and I did. And when I did, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I just did that. But whatever. It felt right at the time.
2: But you weren't like a big club kid. you going out in Tampa or Florida no. and, and like hanging out at the strip clubs and being like, oh, oh my God. you're not that. I went to
1: the strip club one time in Tampa on my 18th birthday, and I got kicked out.
2: <laughs> why, why but did you, yeah.
1: No. My sister was so shit-based that, like, they were, like, out. Get out of here.
2: <laughs> so you've only been working, Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> now, now, before, you were driving an hour and a half to get to practice? Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Right now, I live right up the road, so it's super convenient. I've, but living in the Carolinas, there's not a whole lot out here. There's really not. Like, I, I come from – like, I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico, so that's, like, a, a huge MMA place. There's MMA gyms on every corner. Here, it's like there's maybe a good four or five and every single one of them, except for the one that I'm at, is really far away. But the gym I'm at, I'm so happy with. And it's literally, like I said, five minutes away and it's the best. I couldn't ask for anything better.
2: Why did you move from Albuquerque to South Carolina? So long story, but I actually was
1: born in Brandon, Florida, which is right near Tampa. Uh, My dad, when I was younger, moved us out here. Uh, he worked at Bush Gardens, which is an amusement park in Florida. He came up here for a different opportunity at a different amusement park. He works on the rides, like maintenance and uh, carpentry and things like that. But my mom, I didn't really know her too well my whole life, but I moved out to Albuquerque with her. And she was there with my stepdad. That's where he was from. So I moved out there for a while until I was about 18, 19. And then I came back here with my dad. So I've been all over the place. I've been all
2: over the place. Did you um, join the wrestling team in Albuquerque or did you do high high school?
1: Yes, I started doing, I tried to do wrestling in high school, but it was, I was such a girl about it because there, one, there wasn't really any girls doing it. And I was like, I'm not doing all this with these big boys. And the coach, the coach had taken me in because I was getting in fights constantly, I was getting in a lot of fights, and the coach was like, "Maybe you need to do something better with like what you have going on." And um, then I had a family friend that owned a taekwondo gym. It was like, "Why don't you come to the taekwondo gym and do like jiu jitsu? And uh, you could do that. See if you like that. If you want to do kickboxing, taekwondo, stuff like that, you can try it." And yeah, it just kind of blew up from there. But yeah, I got in a lot of fights in school. Being in oh, Albuquerque, it was could like so fights. Huh? How come you got
2: in so many fights?
1: Because I, like I just got picked on. I got picked on all the time, Were you all the stealing, time. And I was are you
2: stealing boyfriends.
1: No, I'm not stealing boyfriends. Actually, one of the incidents like uh, someone had like stole stuff out of my locker. Uh, I remember my first day of school in Albuquerque. Like I showed up from the Carolinas in Florida, and I had like this country accent. I remember I walked into class, and all the girls just instantly hated me. Uh-huh. Wanted to fight. First day of school, girls like let's out out after class. I'm I'm gonna beat your ass. So I was like all right, let's go. Like, that's fine. So
2: did you, I've always did you been aggressive. Did you win the fight? Did you win the yeah, fight? I, I,
1: yeah. There was one fight I got in. Um, a girl was texting my boyfriend in, like, middle school, something stupid, and I was like, that's it, and be this chick's ass, and me getting picked on. It was all – I was just really aggressive, and I never turned down a fight, and I've
2: always sure. been that. I'm in Albuquerque. The wrestling code says, join the team. You wrestled for how long? A couple months, or no,
1: yeah, like not like less than a month. I went in there and I was like, "All right, too I was like,
2: "These boys are like way too much for me to be they're in this." Play, art they're grinding on you. They're like too much. <laughs> Got it. So then you went to Taekwondo in Albuquerque. Uh, it, yeah, it was an
1: it was a Taekwondo gym. I didn't start off with the Taekwondo. I did the other classes. It was they had Jiu Jitsu and uh, boxing. And I started there, and then I was like, "Yeah, maybe I'll try Taekwondo." And then they were doing the patterns and I was like, ah, no, too much work. <laughs>
2: it's well, too much not going to work. work in a fight anyway. So yeah. then you went to South Carolina back with your dad because your mom, was your mom upset that you left her?
1: Uh, no, my mom was a meth addict. So I actually moved out away from my mom at a really, really young age. And um, stayed at kind of like finding my way around Albuquerque, staying with friends and like just trying to figure out life. and my mom just got so far off the deep end. Like when I first moved out there, everything was pretty normal. And then as the years went on, it just kind of revealed itself, like how bad she was. And it was really a struggle. And to this day, like, I don't know where my mom's at. I don't know what's going on with her. Um, She just kind of got sucked into that lifestyle. And ever since then, like, I haven't heard from her. I haven't seen her, nothing. So Um, I came back home. My mom was
2: also a drug addict and I don't know where she is either. So yeah. she's in Canada somewhere, I think in like some kind of a, a mental uh, a mental house, a mental home.
1: You know, I oh. wish that she would have like got like done something like that. It's just it was a it was a wild, wild experience. And yeah, no, I don't know where she's at. Don't know anything
2: going on with her. She's So you're in high school and you're getting beat up, uh <laughs> you're getting picked on, and now you're go home, your mom's on meth. Yeah. So your mom's smoking meth, so you can't go to her for guidance. She's probably mad at you. Because you were just – she was so she got rid of you, and now yeah. I, I want to come back. Why did you want to go back and meet – was your dad – how was your dad? Was he being – why did you want to leave to go with her?
1: Um, no, he was really understanding because that. And on top of that, like, my best friend had passed away. Like, I had so many things going on that were a catalyst of, like – I remember calling my dad, and I just wanted to come visit at least. I was like, Dad, I need to come visit. And I came home, and we sat and talked, and I was like, I think I should move back home. I need to stay. Like, I need to – get my shit and get back. Cause there's, it's just not good over there for me. It just was a really bad lifestyle. And Albuquerque is one of those places like where you're either going to thrive or you're going to go down that, the path, like my mom or be in, in a dark place and just not come out of it. So moved out, but I came back to my dad and, um, yeah, it was a whirlwind. I got, I had kids, I got married, I got divorced. I had got back into fighting after having
2: kids so my life so, has been like well, a no, movie we've been a lot you get you're, you're kind of like acting like oh like oh i had breakfast and then i had lunch dinner yeah so so you're 18 years old you move back to south carolina uh yeah to stay with your dad who's working at an amusement park yep right um and now you're living with him is it a trailer or is it a house
1: no, he's got a nice house in the woods. My dad's, like, my dad's got a house in the woods.
2: Nice uh, house in the woods. And you, have, now, yeah. you graduated high school?
1: I did. I graduated two years early. I had to do a lot of online courses and stuff just to like make up for it. But I remember talking with my counselors and being like, this is what I have going on. I got to make something happen or I'm going to drop out. So you're, you and gra- so you're
2: 15 years old. You graduated high school.
1: Um, I, It was 2012. So I was like 15, 16.
2: 15, 16. So uh, are you thinking about college at all?
1: Hell no. I didn't want to go to college. College is just not for me and like nothing wrong with it. But for me, I have the attention span of a goldfish and I don't like being told what to do. So homework, I was like, I'm going to have to do. I had plenty of friends that were in college and they all were like pulling their hair out. And I was like, I can't do that. I'm going to end up in debt and I'm going to not want to do it. I'm going to drop out. I'm, I can't. I I dropped
2: out of college and I think about going back sometimes and I'm like, do I want to go do tests right now? Yeah. Papers. yeah homework and everyone's like it's so easy i'm like yeah i know but i'm like i got bills to pay i got a kid all right so now so now you're you're 17 you move back home and i was like
1: 18 18 18
2: turning 19 yeah you're are you working at all you making any money
1: yeah well through my whole time in albuquerque i was like job to job to job i was like a pizza i worked at a pizza restaurant i worked at a cupcake bakery i worked uh at pharmacies i worked all over the place i came home didn't work for a little bit Um, my first job when I moved here actually was at a Waffle House. (laughs) It was the worst job I've ever had that I've ever had. Uh, worked at the Waffle House and then kind of bounced around jobs, serving like restaurants. Um, hate, I hate serving. I hate it. I was really good at it, but I hated, hated, hated it. And, um, finally, like I ended up getting pregnant and I got pregnant pretty young and not
2: too long after I moved out here. Uh, no, I was 19. I
1: was 19 years old when I got pregnant.
2: 19. And, you uh, met a guy, you met a guy who's like, you're like, this is the one. Is <laughs> yeah. The me, how old was he?
1: Uh, I think he was 22,
2: 22, 23. He's a, little, a little older. Yeah. He's, he was like, he's like, is he like, I'll take you out of this life. Uh, you could be with <laughs> me, or was he like a John Deere guy drinking moonshine at the party? So no, guess, he wasn't
1: like he was country, but not that country. But he was very. Um, we just. We thought, all right, well, we're going to be together forever. And then uh, two kids later, we have two we have two boys together. And uh, just after a while, like, I mean, having kids, I think you get – he got in the mindset of, like, all right, she's done fighting. She's not going to fight anymore, and that's it. And after I had my two kids, I was like, man, I, I got to get back to it. And I just you're don't
2: want – You're four think- years old. I mean, you're not – you're still – Yeah. I'm, like, this is not my whole life. I don't want to be one of these people that just raises kids.
1: Yeah, I saw something more than just sitting at home all day, every day. And um, nothing wrong with that. I love my kids more than anything. I spend all my time with my kids. It took forever to do this interview because I'm always with my kids, always going. But um, yeah, I was like, man, I can't tell them to go for their dreams, but be like, oh yeah, I gave up what I love doing because I had you, if that Uh, makes sense.
2: Oh, 100%. The best way to show your kids something is to inspire them by them watching you do it. Exactly. And, you, know, if you just say it, and they—you're not doing it. They're gonna be like, "Well, he—they're full of shit." And then your words are meaningless. But if your kid yeah. actually sees you do something, it's a whole different story. So, so yeah,
1: yeah, we, um, we had our kids. I started getting back into training after my second son, and he didn't really take too well to it. So from then on, our relationship kind of just slowly like, Kew! but now we get along great. We co-parent great. Everything's cool. When I have a fight, and like, hey, I'm going. Uh, this is what our schedule is going to be with the boys while I'm gone and
2: things like he's that. So it worked cool, out and cool, it and good. your mom and he's a good dad. You guys are co-parenting. You yep. live, live close enough. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And now, what is this OnlyFans? Because I, 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 I can't subscribe because I mean, my wife and I, we share accounts and stuff. Uh, <laughs> plus, I, I also look at you in a very... Not that I wouldn't look down on you, but I, I like the way I look at you right now. So, but yeah. what, but but I do see your butt a lot on your Instagram page. Like, <laughs> a very attractive woman. Like, what what's going on here?
1: Um, let me give you like a good perspective on it because if you sit and ask me, like, is that something that I want to do every day? And do do I think it's the best thing that I could be doing? No, but. You know, unfortunately and fortunately, in the way that women are seen, especially in MMA, like it's weird. Like, there's a lot of men that just love female fighters. Um, it's one of those things that changed my life. Like right now, I get to train full time and actually fight. Whereas, like I, like a few months ago, I'm like, man, if I don't figure it out, I'm not going to be able to fight full time. I'm going to have to work full time and do this. So that really helped me. But that is one of the downsides of it is like, as a woman, like we should be able to do more and like, make that money without having to do things like that. But uh, my fan site's really not too bad. I always hear that people have like some pretty raunchy ones. Uh, Mine's the in between. (laughs) And like I said, if you think it's like the what I would like to be doing all the time and stuff, even some days I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I have like a fan site. And that's what I'm doing for a living. But it helps me and it helps my career. And like, it's, something i do so that i can thrive to make money to be fighting and to get to the level where i'm only fighting for money and i don't got to do anything on the side i i want to get to that point but it's i'm really thankful for it it but, is
2: but you are the champion right <laughs> yeah you're not only <laughs> yeah. Fan. You're the champion of, of bkfc right <laughs> you're the champion you are
1: so I'm, i want that belt baby i want that belt i
2: mean you're what you're one fight away from being the i think you're gonna get the, the, the next shot I would hope so.
1: There's only one other person with the same record as me this year, and that's Britton Hart. And I'm like, come on. If you guys want to make a money fight, a belt fight, like I would say that me and Britton make perfect sense. I think they mentioned doing a tournament, but um, I haven't really seen it come together yet. But I I definitely should be in the fucking conversation for that. I believe so.
2: Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, why wouldn't you? Um, Britton Hart has just been taking girls out. I mean, taking out stars, took out Pearl Dallas, Took out Paige Van Zant. Uh I think that would be an act. You guys have the same weight? I didn't realize that it was yep. the exact same weight. I, I mean that's definitely the fight to make. I mean, why wouldn't you make that fight? Um yep. now that the tattoos, were you when did that this start? By the way, is that a Christmas tree? What what is it? On here? <laughs> no, oh, it's I've oh. got
1: makeup on, so you can't oh. really see it all the way, but um it's a dagger and a bee. So like killer bee. Yeah, um,
2: got
1: it, got it, got it. Got it. <laughs> I uh my dad told me when I was a kid, when I was really young, that if I ever got tattoos, he would whoop my ass. And I think that just, like, that always stuck in my head. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get one. And then I got one, and then it just never stopped. I got my first one when I was 17 in Albuquerque, uh, in, in someone's house, like a psychopath. And um, it just never stopped. For me, you know, some people smoke meth. yeah. <laughs> some people do other things and I uh I like to get tattoos it's like therapy for me
2: um now does that uh did the neck one, Does the neck hurt yes it was my most painful
1: one most painful by far and how long does it take that one took three hours fuck that one took three hours uh the longest tattoo I've ever sat down and got was like my arm Like this part right here. I think I sat like six hours for that tattoo and had to go back for another session and then all the other detailing in my arm and stuff. Wow, that's
2: really good. You got really (laughs) good work though. They did a good job.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love having art. I love art in general and just like having it on my body. It's like, it's the
2: coolest. And a boyfriend, you have a boyfriend? Yes, my coach.
1: (laughs) My head coach is my, also my man, Keith Richardson.
2: Keith Richardson. now he's your coach uh how long has he been your coach for and when did you guys start dating
1: um it's been a little over a year and we started dating not too long after um knuckle Mania. so when i fought at Knucklemania, it was funny because like we kind of were like i had feelings for him but he was very like ah, like i'm coach and i don't know if this can really happen and uh or i don't really want everyone to know yet or Whatever, and finally, like I remember at knuckle mania we had like this moment after I won when he picked me up and we looked at each other, and I was like, "Ah." So yeah, we've been we've been together since then, and just
2: and he's, he's also he's a fighter also.
1: Yeah, he's a professional MMA fighter. He just fought um Daniel Strauss in. Oh, X-
2: he killed Daniel Strauss.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, in that South Carolina thing. Yeah, yeah yes, was, yeah, he murdered Strauss. Fuck, he did that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yep. Uh, man, I like Daniel Strauss too. Um, I know. So, so what? So he was, So it's too bad because you and uh, Britton could have like a tag team. You, him and <laughs> Joey versus you and Keith. Right. right? Uh, he's like, I know
1: that's like so two opposite sides of the spectrum, like the little one and the really big one. <laughs>
2: but that, David versus Goliath. Does he have kids too?
1: No, no, he doesn't have any kids. He hasn't been married, and uh, my kids adore him. They think he's the coolest. So,
2: to the best. Well, that's great. So now, so you guys living together?
1: No.
0: Uh, that's
1: more me. I'm like, uh, I guess after being married and everything, like I'm like, I like my personal space. <laughs> like, I like to be to myself. Not to say it won't happen eventually, but uh, yeah. I like, I like having my own uh, getaway so I can get away.
2: <laughs> now, what do the other moms think about you? Because uh, I'm sure the dads love you. But, but, but I would say like at, at school, like, my mom's a bare knuckle boxer. She's got only fans. Like, are, there, are the other moms like? Are they? Do they give you looks? They got tattoos, or are they like you're the cool mom?
1: I've always gotten like really positive feedback. Like, I always get like I'm so cool or a great mom and things like that. So I love it. Um, I'm sure that there's some haters. <laughs> I'm sure there's some haters, but they haven't made themselves too clear to me yet. If there if there are.
2: I mean, you definitely be the cool mom. I mean, yeah, <laughs> bare knuckle boxer, <laughs> tattoos, like fighter this the, I, I like it I like it I like it I like it it's the
1: so funny over- thing is so many people are always like uh I bet your kids think it's so great and they're just like eh. like they're just like whatever
2: yeah how old are your kids a four and five four and five and then you got two boys
1: Two boys. And they know what I do. They're just very so nonchalant about it. And I'm waiting for them. They've never seen me fight live in person because I want them to be a little older. Fights are always like late at night and shit. And I just want them to be like comfortable. Um, But they are just usually like, yeah, whatever. Bring me a toy when you come back from the fight.
2: (laughs) What do you think of the Mike Perry, uh, Julian Lane, incident?
1: I was so fucking irritated. And this is why, because they got in their scuffle And I was in the back about to walk out for my fight and the doctors like stitching people up and everything were sitting right there and fucking, (laughs) I'm trying to walk out, like get hyped up, amped up. And I got Mike Perry and the group screaming and hollering and getting stitched up and yelling and just everything. And I was just like, Oh my God. I think it was just like really fucked up with Julian Lane. Like, cause I mean, I, but they're, they're going to do shit like that. They want to the, make the fight happen. They want to get paid lots of money. So they're going to do things like that to make it happen. But at my time, in that moment, I was about to walk out, and I had enough of that shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happened like all the, he calls him a pussy and throws something at him, and then he goes, he hit me. Like, what do you think's going to happen? It's fucking my Yeah, family. Like, that's, that was the dumbest thing. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, and now, were you also on the car with Blueface?
1: I was. I was. That's when I fought Cassie Robb. <laughs> what was that like? He was so nice. It's funny because I, I didn't really get to watch the fights. And I remember someone saying like someone from the crowd like jumped in the ring or whatever. But uh, I met Blueface at uh, the press conference and he was so fucking nice. And he came up to me and was like, I was like, can we take a picture? Because my niece loves Blueface. And I was like, I have to send this to my niece. She'll think it's so cool. And he took a picture with me. It was so kind. Actually, all of those people, the TikTok people, all of them were really fucking nice and blue face too like you wouldn't think that he was just the kindest but he was are you friends with jenny savage <laughs> no you like jenny why not <laughs> the question is that i don't know jenny savage hates me for some fucking reason and i'm just over that shit i don't give a fuck about jenny savage it's just like one of those things where i think i've tried to be really respectful and really nice so many fucking times um and then i get screenshots sent to me in my inbox and online and all the time about like jenny savage said this about you jenny savage said that and it's just like all a bunch of like fuck shit um i don't have time for it so i just i'm always like don't even send me that shit because i don't care yeah yeah. Um, yeah and then i know like this fight trip that i just went on like i didn't say one word to her i didn't say one thing about her and I guess that whole trip, that girl was just running her mouth about me and talking shit about me and how much she hates me. And even during my fight, she's fucking screaming about how she wants Hannah Guy to, like, destroy me. And I just don't give a fuck about stuff like that. At the end of the day, like, I'm super respectful until you give me a reason not to be. I, you, I'm you, very respectful. I respect everybody. And I just, like, I don't have time for, like, energy fucking people that just cause shit for no fucking well, reason.
2: I, I met her in Zabkash, came to my comedy show. She was very sweet, very kind. I I, I don't I, I don't see this side of her. Uh, so maybe she looks at you as like a threat, somebody that w- she wants to fight, and this is her way yeah. And
1: it's weird because I've had the same thing. I've had Jenny Savage come up to me and like, tell me like, oh, I'm so happy that you won and happy for your career and happy for this and that. And then like the next day is on Instagram, like fuck this stupid bitch, Taylor, and whatever shit she well, you says say but, all
2: the bitches can get it right isn't that i said? mean all the
1: bitches can get it but it's maybe
2: like that personally maybe she's like well i'm one of these bitches maybe maybe she's,
1: she's been, been talking shit before that was even said so it's like wow. what's new i don't care like i respect jenny at the end of the day like for what she does and i think that is cool what she's doing but like she just sits and talks about me so much on internet that i don't like, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I did to you, but I, all right, Jenny, like.
2: Maybe okay. maybe she gets high and forgets that, like, she you guys are friends or.
1: I or, don't know. I don't, I don't really care. I don't do I gotta, drama.
2: I love for both of you. Uh, for the record, yeah. I think that you guys, if you guys hung out, you'd probably be best friends. Uh, We've
1: been cool in person. It's like, I think Jenny Savage has a great little villain personality for the <laughs> sport. I think.
2: <laughs> I have a great villain personality. But it's
1: like if you come for me like of course I'm going to be like of what course. the fuck. Yeah, yeah. When you're being nice to me to my face and like that's real genuine shit like she's yeah. been so nice to me to my face and then goes and like goes on these rants or whatever. Um, so it is what it is. I don't really care. Uh, if we fight I'm fucking down to fight Jenny Savage. I'm not fucking scared of Jenny Savage. I will fight Jenny Savage in, on any day that ends in y and that's it. I have nothing but respect for her as a fighter, as a person. I don't really care whatever it is what it is. she's just there and that's it.
2: <laughs> football and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet online has you covered all holiday season. more props, odds and lines than ever before. okay? bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. You gotta head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. It's not just football, okay? BetOnline has pro and college hoops. They got NHL. They got boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Plan on going back to MMA at all? Uh,
1: Not unless, like, I don't know. It just would depend. Like, I really want to stay with Bare Knuckle. Like, if you ask me my perfect career, I want my career to go on um, and be with Bare Knuckle until the end. Um... But if something happened and they were like called me tomorrow and said like no more bare knuckle, of course I'm going to have to go to MMA or kickboxing or boxing or something. And I, MMA just has way more opportunity.
2: What uh, belt are you in, in jits?
1: Uh, Fucking white belt because I don't
2: do jiu-jitsu. <laughs> you never do it? You, you do? No. Well, that, Not that, anymore. Gonna Not have anymore. A, I mean, you're going to have a mark on you. That's what everyone's going to try to like take you down right away.
1: They know, they know. I don't even fucking try to hide it. Like, no, my jiu-jitsu, I can grapple. Like, I'm I'm not bad. I'm just no fucking Jillian Robertson or any of these girls. Like, they fucking get a hold of me. I'm like, oh, well.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm sure, I mean, have you trained how much, mo- like, in the gi or, like, you have you, do you do any kind of have you
1: ever trained in in a gi but i've done no gi and like that's was the issue is like when i started off i never like did a belt system i just like trained for years and i i trained jujitsu for a long time and never like did any belt system or ranking at all so i never like improved on that and i did jujitsu for like a really long time i fought mma i fought jenny savage in mma i was doing jujitsu and grappling
2: all through then i just never who who won you were jenny in mma jenny won Okay, so... My fight, nose uh, got
1: broken. I broke my nose in that fight. Yeah, it was a really good... That was, like, honestly, And if you ask me what one of my favorite fights is of all time, like, that was one of my favorite fights that I've been in. Just because so it was, like... So what's it what's pro crazy.
2: record in MMA? One in one. In MMA. And, mm-hmm. that, and Jenny's the one loss? Yep. And then what's the one win?
1: I fought a chick named Brianna Smith for King of the Cage, and I knocked her out in the first round. Nice. So it was like me and Jenny went all five rounds and it got stopped right at the end. My nose was broken. And then uh, I fought Brianna Smith and finished her in the first round after I fought Jenny. And the crazy thing is like when I took the fight with Jenny, it was on three days, three or four days notice because someone sent it was like, Hey, like, I know you're in a camp, but this chick needs an opponent. And I was like, Oh, that sucks. Like, I would love to take that fight. I was like, if I can make it happen and that girl needs an opponent, I'm going to show up and I'll fight. And I showed. I drove to Kentucky to go fight Jenny because I remember feeling so bad that like she didn't yourself? have an opponent.
2: You drove by yourself?
1: With my husband at the time. We were married at the time, so we drove to Kentucky, and it was a long ass fucking drive. And I remember I was just like, "Dang, that sucks that she doesn't have an opponent." I looked at her page, and she was like all upset. Like, I guess I'm not fighting now. And I was like, "Cool, like I'll go out there and step up and fight."
2: And then, Isn't you that had, so your husband was your was your, your uh, corner?
1: Hell no, he was, it was not. Coroner? Coroner. I had three people from my old gym at Jimmo that drove up and they, they drove up the day of the fight to be there and like made it just by the skin of their teeth, like to be there in my corner. Do you, cut
2: um, any, uh, any, any weight or no?
1: I did. It was, I fought at one we had to be one fourteen. Wow. So yeah, I had to cut weight and I fucking did that shit. What do you, <laughs> just so I, I could fight
2: what do you, what do you uh, cut now? How much?
1: I just cut, I walk around at like 135, 133, like right in between there. So it's not a rough cut at all. I just got to eat super clean day of like cut off my water and things like that. Not hard at all. Um,
2: but. And, then, and then no no sex with the uh, trainer is that is that a, do you guys do that or no is that how it works? <laughs> no, no no oh good, good,
1: good. not that week
2: <laughs> well, oh no, wow, good for you I guess my wife's been in training for months now ah! and, uh, so that's that's that, that that's that's good okay so and then afterwards so now you've been just nothing but winning, so you've been having fun now oh, do yeah. you do you, do you uh, take losses very hard or no
1: um I used to. Uh, like, when I was an amateur, of course, when I was an amateur, I, like, thought it was the end of the world, but now it's, like, a loss is, it gives me time to see, like, it just, you, of course, it sucks, like, I'm not gonna take it easy, (laughs) it's not fun, I always, I will cry after I lose a fight, just because, like, how much goes into it, but now, more so, like, when you lose a fight, I remember someone telling me, like, don't let a loss define who you are because there's so many people that get hung up on it and like caught in the moment of losing that they forget everything else. And it's like, I take it as a learning situation. So I've always lived by now, like don't let a loss define you. And so if I'm to take a loss, like you you learn from that shit and you keep moving forward and you go on to the next one.
2: Vince, we're just finishing up with uh, the killer bee, Taylor and she's a bare knuckle boxing undefeated. (laughs) This is Vince Pichelle, UFC star. One, yeah, nine fights, right? You're in an eight out of nine. I mean, you won what three in a row, four in a row? Uh, I think you won three right now. Yeah, you're murdering people. <laughs> uh, do you have you ever watched Taylor's fights? Yeah, actually, I did. I watched i I've seen a couple of her fights.
1: Oh wow! Awesome, thank you.
2: <laughs> murdering That's people. So- she goes out there and throws like ten thousand punches around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I wish I could throw that many. I yeah, try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Killer B, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, huge fan. Uh, sorry, Vince. She's like taken. I, I know she's actually Vince's type. Uh, what's going on? But I guess Vince has a kid now. All right, even better. So uh, uh, last time I knew Vince, he was single, and now he has a five year old. I, mean, I, I, I don't it's know. Like really changed in of time, man. I, I don't really know what's going on. Uh, hey, how are you? This is Hannah. <laughs> Yes. <gasps> so, uh, how are you? I, I don't even, I don't know what's going on here. But listen, Taylor, <laughs> I gotta find out yes. all this. Thank you so much, and good luck with everything.
1: Thank you, guys. Have a good day. See you Thank later. You too.
2: Goodbye. So
0: what's going on, Vince? I just finished training. I just got home. Who's so the kid? Like, so, you a kid
2: now? No, it's not my kid. My girlfriend's got a four-year-old. So that that's uh-huh. hers. Uh-huh. So last time I, I, I saw her. you, you were like living in my house. You were coming over all the time. We were like great friends. And then I text you like, Hey man, you wanna go to the movies? You're like, I moved. Uh I go, You moved? When did you move? You're like, fuck this, fuck Gavin. <laughs> you're like, I'm out. Uh and now you're living in Colorado, I, I take it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in Denver, Colorado now. I thought you were you were in Texas first, right? Uh, no, I was in Texas for a bit because uh, I was hanging out with Alex Fernandez. Alex Fernandez is a good friend of mine, so I was in Texas hanging out with him, just having a good time. And then you went to Colorado. Now, uh, where are you training in Colorado? So I'm training now at uh, Factory X here in Colorado, in Denver, um, with Mark Montoya and his staff over there. Uh, I swapped over. A lot of people have actually asked me about that. Like, man, it's late in your career, and you fucking swap
2: camps. And I'm like, it doesn't really matter, man. We're the fighters. We're just traveling gypsies that beat people up, basically. I mean, you also started late. You started fighting at, like, 37 or something. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I did. I was a late bloomer. I was waiting for puberty to kick in. So, now, you're at Factory X. Is that with Usman? Uh, No, no. They're at, actually, Elevation, which is the uh, rival team. Oh, Uh, your rival. So, who are you you training with?
0: Uh, I'm training with Mark Montoya at Factory X. So, uh, I actually fought uh, Austin Hubbard last – when was that? In August? Yeah. And that's one of Elevation's guys. <laughs> so I actually just got, I, yeah, my first fight out here, they threw me in the fucking rivalry. Wow, wow. But uh, who are some of your training partners are now? Uh, my training partners are, uh, like, Alex Hernandez. Um, let's see, who, who like, who, which guys would you know, you know? <laughs> like, the UFC guys would be Alex Hernandez, Yusuf Zawal, um, Chris Gutierrez, um, Cody wow. uh, Bollinger, Colin England. Like, I actually have a lot of good partners here. Uh, a lot of guys who people don't really necessarily know or hear of, but guys who have uh, very good skill sets in their area.
2: Wait, not Cody Bollinger from uh, the kid who missed weight on the ultimate. Oh, Center. no,
0: no, not Cody Bollinger, actually. I'm sorry, not him. Uh, Cody uh, – well, I can't think it was – oh, Brundage.
2: Cody Brundage. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Bollinger, Brundage, <laughs> whatever. They're all the same. Got it, got it, got it. So you're out there. You're in Colorado. You have a girlfriend. Did you meet her out? Yeah. Where did you, you meet the girlfriend? Uh, I actually met her back home in Simi. She lived in Simi, uh, where I lived.
0: And so uh, we were just talking, and then uh, when was it? I think New Year's. I came out here for New Year's, and I brought her out here. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to move out here. (laughs) And she's like, what about me? And I was like, well, you can come if you want. Like, you can come or just stay here, and we'll let bike on your bike on. So So she came out here, and uh, now I got her, a little 4-year-old Hannah, and then me just living living out here living the good life.
2: So you guys were dating, like, one week. And then you moved in together. Uh, that's that, You don't mess around, Vince. Uh, well, we were dating for like a week. It was longer. We were dating for like a year, I think. A little over a year when I, when I decided to live. Got it. Wow, that's crazy, man. Uh, now, I'm telling you, your last fight was probably, I think, your best fight. I mean, you look so good in that fight, dude. Uh, Thank you. I mean, your fight against – I mean, your fight before that also was amazing, too, against – what's his name? Jim Miller. Yeah, um, Miller. You've been, you've been crushing people you always told me you like being like the big fish in a small pond and doing your own thing and I'm like no man you got to go to a better camp with better people blah blah blah." have you seen that I finally did (laughs) was I was I right yeah yes you were actually you're I mean yes and no
0: like it it was good to be where I was because I was like I don't know my confidence was high right but now here I have good partners so my confidence and my skill set's getting a little better too again
2: yeah you're getting better like you may not be the best guy in the gym but you're actually getting better because you're going with better guys
0: yeah and then uh i think a lot of it is just my mindset right like i love fighting so much i'm like a kid when i'm in the gym it's like it's not work for me it's fun so uh when, when i'm in there now especially with people who are like-minded with me who who are uh, fighters MMA fighters who have the same goals as me it makes it so much funner for me to train because now we all have the same we have the same goal right we're before I was kind of – not like I didn't have MMA fighters to train with, but yeah. most of them were just, like, straight grapplers or strikers or wrestlers. You know, it wasn't, like, MMA guys that I was training with back home. So, that in that aspect, yeah. I like it a lot more.
2: Now, Before you were doing Twitch 20 hours a day, uh, are you still doing that? Or has your girlfriend told you, like, you're not seven? You can't <laughs> – <laughs> nah, nah, I still live, like, in my high school. I just smoke weed, fight, and play video games all day.
0: But – uh I don't Twitch as much as I used to, but I do Twitch a little more. I was Twitching a lot because I was, I was role-playing GTA. Yeah. And I, had this whole, I had this little redneck character that I created that people loved, so I was, like, doing that for a bit. Good to watch
2: the fight you got with Ween Dog was the saddest thing. You got so mad because he went onto your Twitch and, and then promoted his thing and left. I never saw you angrier in your life. Like, like, <laughs> you, like you, you were more mad at that than you did when you, like, lost fights and stuff yeah but well
0: okay so let me, let me read you. i was i was upset at him for that but it wasn't because of that i was more upset because like at first i was just talking shit i was like this fucking guy comes in promotes and then runs away right like what is be yeah. car salesman but then what made me mad was him trying to lie and
2: say no i didn't fucking do it and yada yada that's what made me mad like that'll get your fucking ass kicked with me dude that was the funniest thing i like my wife's mom was in the house, so- with us. And she was like scared, like she was like legitimately scared, and she's like, "What did he do to him?" And then I tried to explain what happened. She's like, "You fucking asshole!" She's like, "Your friends are like these are the, your friends are psychotic." I'm like, "No, he went on his Twitch and promoted his own Twitch and left." And she's like, and he wants like, oh, cause man. you're like, how about I break your face and I'm going to kill you and like, I'm going to, I'm going to permanently injure you. It's just principles, man. It's the fucking principles, you know? People so with morals and I hate that shit. Dude, I, I felt so ashamed of my lifestyle and my choices and my choice <laughs> of friends to like explain to my wife's mom, that, like, <laughs> this, is, hey. this is the people that I hang out with.
0: Admittingly, I felt a little guilty too cause I was like, damn, I did overreact a little bit. Like, Fuck him for doing that, right? For making me mad like that, but I did
2: overreact a little bit. Dude, I loved you for it, bro. And I think I think that 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 show we had like a huge guest. I forgot who it was. It was somebody like the champion or something, and people were more they're like, "Fuck the champion." That was the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> like when, <laughs> the highlight of my day was watching Vince go off on <laughs> me. No. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, I hope he doesn't think I hate him. <laughs> Never no, no. Fuck him. He man, was, he was
2: legit. Like 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 they texted me like all night. Like, hey man. Uh, how do I get Vince to not want to kill? Like, he, like, legit was scared. And, like, like legit, like, scared for his life. I'm like, it's okay, man. You're an Eddie Bravo blue belt. You're, like, I was, like, trying to, like, troll him, too. Oh, it was so <laughs> funny, bro. <laughs> so funny.
0: Yeah, I was so mad. Like, I wasn't
2: mad, but then he made me mad. And then I was like, I fucking lost my shit, dude. I couldn't handle it. Dude, I I, I never felt more like a kid. With that, when you came over and we threw the, uh, the sofa off my uh, second floor. Oh, and- yes. Yeah. And then Bree, my wife, was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" And we, and then you like, we put it on like Instagram, live <laughs> or something. Like. Wait, you never seen a couch fly off a balcony. What the hell? <laughs> now you're fighting Madsen, right? Is this the, now? This is the guy who's uh, the wrestler. This is this the, the guy who's like a silver medalist or something, Freckle Roman dude. That Clay Guida almost beat. I thought Clay won that fight, to be honest. Yeah, um, I don't think he beat Guida. I think he lost that fight, honestly, but. Now, wrestling has never been – I mean, you're a really good wrestler, Vince, and uh, we, have a, we have a mutual friend, Tyler, who said that you crushed him in wrestling. Uh, who's a, <laughs> well. But the one fight that you had an, uh, an issue was with the, um, the kid from uh, – what's his name? The kid that was a national champion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gillespie. Yeah, Gillespie. Uh, how are we how are we no. training for a Greco-Roman <laughs> specialist that just throws people around the uh, octagon?
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, we have some Greco guys in the gym who are really, really good. Um, honestly, I, I, there's Greco guys in the gym who uh, are, are kind of guys, Greco guys that I've never even had the experience of, of wrestling with guys of that caliber. Um, so I have guys who are constantly just trying to body lock me and just try to toss me around, and I'm doing fairly well. I don't get I don't get thrown very much. I don't get taken down very much when I do. I'm right back up. So it's kind of just going to be that game of, of – him just trying to buy lock me and me just punching his fucking face off. I guess I don't know. We'll just <laughs> we'll see who comes out on top. You know what I mean? Well, dude, I guarantee he's never been
2: hit as hard as you. Number one, you walk around at like 290, so <laughs> uh, so everybody that you hit is like, what the fuck? did It just hit me. I mean, you've knocked guys out yeah. with calves before. Uh, yeah, I hit, I hit like a fucking Mack truck and so. You know what? Lately, I've been knocking people out, but I've been
0: really screwing up their marbles upstairs. So I don't know. Maybe my power's changing a little bit. I'm getting uh, that old man
2: strength, maybe i'm (laughs) telling you man like you've really hurt people so i think if you connect the issue is like this is a guy that nobody wanted to fight and nobody wants to fight a guy like this because like damian maya wonder boy it's a specialist a guy that like yeah actually one good thing and you're like well how do i train for that and you're like fuck it bring it on which is what everyone loves about you i mean i I talked to sean shelby sean shelby's like Vince is a gangster because he gives you a list of people that no one wants to fight, you're like, "Let's bring it." Uh, but it <laughs> at, at the same time, uh, what are we worried about in this fight? Um, I'm honestly
0: just worried about his wrestling. He, he's an Olympic medalist wrestler, so that's literally going to be his game. And well, what I'm thinking is he's going to try to just wrestle fuck me like Gillespie did, right? Like that's going to be that's going to be his best bet to be to beat a guy like me because I'm dangerous. So I I, I could see him try to just do that. So my game is all revolving around my strengths, but also taking away his strengths at the same time. Um, But like I said, he's like, I'm I'm not going to be, I'm not naive to where he's not going to bite lock me. He probably won't get a takedown on me, right? I'm not going to say that because
2: I'll probably get down, but he's not going to hold me down and and he's going to have a hell of a fight on his hands. Let's not um, let's, let's 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 not get get you down. Let's all right. Let me let's. I'm gonna reframe. He's not taking you down. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't want to take you down. You uh, always say that, but I don't care about taking getting
0: people taking me down because I'm not afraid. Like my jiu jitsu yeah. is good. Like you know what I mean. Uh, I'm I'm not too afraid. I protect myself very well on the ground. I have I've taken minimal damage on the ground when I do get
2: taken down. So I'm just not afraid there. Do I get a shout out again or no? If you win or when you win, you might get a shout out. Maybe, oh, that, maybe that was a were... highlight. Did you? I was in Canada. <laughs> I was going, I was at Hooters by myself going, yes, that's me. Everyone thought I was fucking insane. People were like, what I threw me out of the place. Uh, it was. Oh, you sent me a junk video that night of you getting <laughs> kicked out. <laughs> that, I was so happy. You have no idea how happy that made me. I think I was happy. The video that was straight me. trash, dude. The video looked like this.
0: Oh my God, I fucking got my name!
2: <laughs> dude, I was, I was, people looked at me like, I'm like, that's me. I was like, sure it is. Um, now, uh, well, that's sure. awesome. And you're focused. You're not on Tinder anymore. You're not on Bumble. You're a parent. Now, are we teaching our parent anti-vaxxing and, and, uh, and your kid that masks are bad uh, and uh, the government's full of crap? Uh, i a little nervous about you being a parent. Uh, what are we teaching our kid right
0: now? I'll say this. I was very nervous about me being a parent, too. But I feel, <laughs> like, I'm doing a, I feel like I'm doing a fairly good job. Like, I've gotten enough but accomplished from people how I, how I am with her. Like, I'm stern with her, but she's a little girl, so I'm also sweet with her too, right? Um, As far as, like, the max and the vaccination and stuff, me and her mom are not planning on getting her vaccinated, and and we're not planning on doing that. But as far as the mask, I'm not telling her, like, don't wear a mask, don't do this, do that. Because out here in schools, like, in Colorado, there's no mask mandate. It's not, like,
2: California,
0: right? Where you can't even go to the bar without a fucking vaccine now, but... Yeah. Um... In school, she has to wear a mask, but outside, they're allowed to take it off, so she takes her mask off. She actually doesn't like wearing masks, and that was just her on her own. I've never once said anything to her about the mask or not. I don't approve of masks, mask, and I don't wear a mask. Her mom wears a mask in those places, so maybe she picked it I, up I honestly, from that. I,
2: I hate having my kid wear a mask at school. I fucking hate it. It's yeah, it's torturous. Um, and then, obviously, with the vaccine, my kid's three. i I'm, I'm, not, I'm not It's not the first round let's let's see how it goes <laughs> yeah let's uh, let, I mean, let
0: let's let the guinea pigs run their course first which is what they are right now and then we'll see how it goes yeah that's how I am too honestly yeah uh, so. and uh so i'm I'm like that but yeah i was a little I was a little worried with her about that kind of stuff but I'm just trying to keep I'm trying not to be biased right because I'm so just against what's going on right now in our country and I'm just trying not to be biased because I want her to have an open open mind and open heart to things right
2: well colorado has a democratic don't they have a democratic governor but he's but they're like is like anti not anti-mask but he's like enough is enough
0: there well yeah our governor is like no nah, screw that we're not doing that anymore but we have uh i don't know what they are the are the congressmen that are in the districts right those guys yeah those are the guys that are trying to have mandates now in their areas and so my my guy is is uh, jason crow which is funny because it's so close to jim crow right and this guy's literally following biden by the book And he's making kids wear masks. He wants you to have vaccinations and this and that, right? And so now I'm at the point where I'm not, I'm not like arguing with people, right? Like if I go in a place and they say, hey, do you have a mask? And I say, no, I'll go, okay, you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. And what I do now is is I, I go to the store and if they say, no, go somewhere else, I leave my county and I go to the next county over that doesn't have a mandate and I give them the money instead. So that's what I'm doing now to fight back against these fucking politicians because, like, you have to play the game by their rules, you know, which is really shitty because they made the game so one-sided. But that's what I'm doing right now. I think it's
2: almost over. It seems like it's almost over.
0: Yeah, I hope so, man, because I feel like there's a lot of people who are sick of it. And out here we are democratic Rand, but I feel like a lot of people don't agree with a lot of that, honestly, because I haven't really talked to too many people out here who are okay with mandates, masks, kids wearing masks, vaccinations being forced, and things like that. I, I really haven't talked to more than, I'd say, more than two to three people who are okay with that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, when kids when kids are three, four, you're like, what? Well,
0: you just... Yeah, like, that's messed up, man. Like, their kids, they're growing. Like, this is the time where their brains are, like, functioning, they're learning things, right? They're sponges. So for them to see this kind of stuff is just messed up, man. And, I, I like, I don't like it, honestly. Like, I, I grew up in a time where kids were able to be kids and play, so that's what I want her to do, and that's what I allow her to do, right? I like her to just play, and I, I try not to let her worry about all that bullshit, and I try to take the hit of it.
2: I could tell you're a badass stepdad. Uh, Thank you, dude. And uh, I'm I'm proud of you, man. I, I am so proud man. of you. You look happy. You're, you're you're great. You're gonna be a great husband. You're gonna be a great father. You're fucking kicking ass. You're at a real camp. You're uh, you're doing well, Thank man. You. I'm, I'm Thank you, man.
0: Thank you, man. I really appreciate that coming from you. I was I was a little depressed out there for a bit. I'm sure you knew it and a lot of people other knew it. So uh, I'm glad that I actually.
2: Which time? Um, but, uh, since, since I since I left, I've been so happy, man. I, I could tell, man. So when is this fight? I'm
0: fighting uh, February twelfth. We're fighting, and it's actually Houston. It's my first fight back with a crowd since COVID, so I'm
2: stoked. Houston, Texas, and it's is it um a, a UFC or is a fight night? Yeah, it's uh, Anasania versus uh, Whitaker two. Wow. It's that card.
0: I'm on that card. So they better wow. not put me on the fucking prelims because I'm gonna knock this guy's head off. But uh. <laughs> I saw they put. I saw they put your boy fucking uh, Anders. Uh, uh, Goddamn my Eric Eric Anders. Uh, he put him on the fight pass prelims. I was like, what the fuck is your I boy?
2: Well, well, good for you know? So that way people won't see it. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess that was kind of a good thing. But still,
0: man. Yeah. I was like, no.
2: damn. I, dude, I had I had a forty dollar parlay last week that would have won me seventeen thousand, and I had Jessica Penny. I had. I mean, Jessica, I, I mean, I had Juliana Pena. I had uh, Oliveira and fucking Cody Nola fucked up my whole thing. And Eric Anderson. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had. Bro, one. you should have learned your fucking
0: lesson when you asked him to do the shadow and he didn't do it. That's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. Keep keep putting that money on Cody, man. He's gonna keep
2: disappointing you. Uh, I know. I like Cody though. I, I it's just it's who, who I wanted to win. You know versus like. Yeah. I honestly didn't think
0: I didn't think Kai Kara fans had a chance against Cody. I thought Cody was gonna be way too big, too powerful. Me too. And then Cody, he just got too cocky. Honestly, he doesn't have a chin to be that cocky anymore. So Dude,
2: he fucking when he told the guy to come out, and hit him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe he wanted the guy to stop hitting you. Uh, <laughs> I think he was probably rocked by it and didn't know what he was saying. Fuck. He's tough. He's a tough guy. But uh, <laughs> but I also had uh, what's his name? I had um Jeff Neal losing to uh, Ponzinibbio. Oh, did you? See, I went Neil on
0: that one. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I. Knew, I seen the other guy fight a couple times, but I was like, I can't go against
2: Neil. Man. I just think Neil got a DUI. His fucking head was out of it. You know, all kinds. He needs things. that money. You know that motherfucker's gonna fight. I, <laughs> that's a good point. I, I know. You I need got, that like, bonus. I got <laughs> he needs a, that I bonus. Questions. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, listen, man. Fighters' man. insight. Fighters' insight, right
0: there, dude. I know. I know these money problems these fighters have. <laughs> well, have a happy holiday, brother. You're the best. Thank you too, man. I hope you're doing well. I really I did. Am, man. I it's love good it. to hear from you. It's good to see that big ass fucking head of yours. <laughs> you got a hat on. I wouldn't fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I only wear it because I'm going ball. Look at my fucking hairline,
2: bro. Yeah, welcome look to the, look the club. Shit. Welcome to the club. Oh Fuck. my god. I'm just gonna start bickin'. You're a sexy man. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Utah, I love you, man. Take care.